This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 433. This is the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, which would normally be coming to you from Las Vegas, the virtual consumer electronics show has kicked off and we're going to go through the major announcements that uh, has already been made from Samsung, from Hisense, LG and Sony, just to name a few, and the products we'll be seeing from those companies in 2021. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Netgear Nighthawk M5 5G mobile router, and we're also going to check out the JBL Quantum One gaming headset, and we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, as we said, this would normally be a time of year where we're in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show, which is a huge event, 150,000 plus attendees, all the major companies held at the in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Convention Center, and scattered among all the Las Vegas casinos and hotels as well. It's a huge event, the biggest of the year, and unfortunately, because of COVID and the pandemic, we uh, have had to uh, attend a virtual CE. Yes, so they've not, there's no physical event. No one is in Vegas, unfortunately, for this year's Consumer Electronics Show. But virtually, it's all going ahead. All the company's announcements are still going ahead. We're going to talk about them in the show. And uh, everything we can expect from a physical CES, apart from doing the booth tours and seeing these products in person, all the announcements are still coming and will still bring you all of that news, not only on the Tech Guide podcast, but also if you visit Tech Guide daily, we're going to be giving plenty of updates, plenty of product announcements, some exciting things heading our way from the virtual consumer electronics show. But let's kick off with Samsung's announcements. Samsung uh, normally have the largest booth at the Consumer Electronics Show. I've always joked in the past that the booth is so big it needs its own postcode. It is massive. And normally it's filled with, of course, their latest range of TVs and other products. Uh, this year, they're, uh, they're not there physically, of course, but they still had plenty of announcements to make, including its new range, Samsung's new range of Neo QLED and Micro LED TVs. Exciting times ahead for Samsung here because you've got to remember, they are the world's number one TV manufacturer and they are hoping to take that, hang on to that title, but also increase their lead. And the way they're doing that is with uh, these new innovations in their TVs. QLED has been around for quite a while. That's their Quantum Dot TV. 
But their Neo QLED TVs have really improved vastly. And the reason that that is, the, the reason I think it's called Neo, and of course why there's a massive improvement, is because they've changed the light source. Any LED TV needs a backlight. And now what QLED had before were button-sized LEDs in behind the, the LED panel that was the, created the light source. Now what they've done, rather than having these button-sized LEDs, they've gone forward with this mini LED lighting system, and the LED lights are absolutely microscopic. And so rather than having... A, a, a range of a, a whole bunch of these button sized LEDs. Imagine going from several hundred light zones to tens of thousands of light zones. So the mini LEDs then work with the new quantum matrix technology aboard the TV to give that ultra fine tuned control. So to be able to control the bright le- brightness the black levels in such precise detail that the colours are clearly defined, the black levels are deep, the contrast is amazing. So this improved brightness, deeper blacks, contrast gives you a more immersive experience. High dynamic range is improved as well. HDR is improved out of sight. And it's all powered through the Neo Quantum Processor. This is a system on a chip, so it can handle these enhanced picture quality, but also too... Can, can provide upscaling capabilities in both 4K and 8K levels. So th- this is technology we're going to see both in 4K and 8K. And, and the, the upscaling technology of Samsung is world famous. They've got neural network models, AI upscaling, deep learning, all involved in creating this amazing upscaling ability to, especially in the 8K level. So it's taken content, not a lot of 8K content around now, but it takes your existing content and can use this amazing upscaling technology to make it look like 8K quality. So it recognises objects, recognises humans and animals and different things, and then creates this amazing upscaled version of that image. It's it's really remarkable. So Neo is is going to be front and centre of their QLED line, and other features you're going to find, of course, on the audio side, Samsung has also included, and this is an improvement on their existing technology, they've got a technology called Object Tracking Audio. So what happens is there are speakers built into the top the top line quantum Neo QLED TVs, and as, as objects move around the screen, the speakers in that vicinity of the sound react. So it's like directional sound. So if an object goes from the bottom right to the top left, the speakers are going to act in concert with that movement to give you that sense of direction. And these are from the speakers that are in the TV. So you can imagine when when that is compared with a sound bar, that is, is twice the level of audio processing and gives rather a, an amazing feedback there. That, that technology is called the Q-Symphony. So if you've got a Samsung TV, with object tracking and a Samsung soundbar that's compatible, you're going to get this amazing combination of sound that just is sounds out of this world. The other interesting fact too I'd like to point out is the fact that the, the remote control is going to be solar-powered. So no more AAA batteries in the, in the remote. What's there normally? Two LED, two, uh, sorry, two AAA batteries in the remote. So you can imagine how many... How many 
AAA batteries are going to be saved from being tossed out in the rubbish once they're done. So with the new solar remote, it works with indoor and outdoor light. So if you've got a light on in your room, in wherever you're watching TV, or if it's if it can hint take a, a hint of sunlight, it's going to be powered up. So when you think about it, remote control doesn't need that much power. So it is going to benefit from the light in the room, any other ambient sunlight, and will always be powered. So no need to be replacing batteries on the remote because it's solar power. That's a pretty cool uh, update there. Uh, also, too, the Samsung TVs are going to continue with their infinity display, so virtually a borderless screen. looks stunning. The, the Q950T range, uh, the 2020 range, again, again, are going to follow into 2021. Uh, I think that the panels are slightly thinner as well, but just just this really minimal look, so there's nothing distracting you from the picture. Uh, the the QLED TV, of course, if you're a, if you're a gamer, will also be of benefit because you can not only benefit from the variable refresh rate and all those features that suit a gamer, but there's a new feature called the ultra wide view. It's called super ultra wide game view, and it provides this 32 by 9 aspect ratio. So it's this amazing wide letterbox image on the TV, which you can actually choose what, what level of the TV you want it. You want it at the middle of the TV, the bottom of the TV, the top of the TV. So your eye can adjust. We'll, we'll, you can choose where it sits on the screen. And you can then enjoy this amazing this aspect ratio to play your games. So if you want to, that, that's one thing I've noticed is a lot of these companies are paying attention to gamers because you think about it, that's one of the things apart from streaming and watching free-to-air TV and things like that. Gaming is something we all do on our on the best screen in the house, which is the TV uh, out in the lounge room. Uh, and, and what we're finding too is that. 8K, 8K gaming is something as well. Obviously, Samsung's going to have 8K range, a healthy range of 8K TVs in 2021 because this year, you've got to remember, the delayed Olympic Games, which are set for mid-year, are reportedly going to be broadcast in 8K. The new PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X also have the ability for native 8K gaming. So this is the year we're going to see a lot more 8K content. Samsung's micro LED TVs are also coming to market. They were introduced a few years ago. They were called the Wall. This is a, a technology that it was initially designed for corporate spaces. And so what, what, what Samsung has done, they've brought that micro LED technology to, in, to bring it to consumers. So in the form factor for a customer, in the traditional form factor for the first time. So micro LED will be available in 110 inches and 99 inches with smaller sizes coming towards the end of the year. But exciting that this micro LED technology is kind of modular how they do it, but they're going to have this, this, the ability to create these these 99% screen-to-body ratio because the monolith design is virtually borderless. So expect to see micro-LED later this year. And, of course, on the audio side, they haven't skimped there because still offering 5.1-channel sound with no external speakers. So pretty impressive how they can do that. Micro-LED TV also has four view, which means users can watch up to four different sources simultaneously on one screen. So all of your sources, you can put them up on the screen at the same time. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Rounding out the uh, CES offerings is the, the new Samsung Smart Monitor. This is a really, really clever idea because you think of how we've worked in 2020, in 2020 during, the, during the pandemic, working from home, learning from home, and also being entertained and, and everything we were doing at home. 
So what Samsung has done, they've created this new smart monitor, which is meeting the needs and converging lifestyle of the Australian customer. So they can work, learn, and consume entertainment content in one place. The smart monitor, the M7, is a 32-inch monitor that has everything on board, a, the same things that a Samsung smart TV would have, but without the TV tuner. So it's got Wi-Fi, it's got Bluetooth, it's got the interface, it's got all of these abilities. So you can connect your Bluetooth Bluetooth uh, keyboard and mouse to, to the monitor. You've got Wi-Fi, you can connect Netflix and all your streaming services and the browsers to, to your internet connection. So everything you do. So if you're working away in front of the monitor and you decide, okay, well, I'm finished for the day, I've got an hour break, I'm going to watch a bit of Netflix, rather than you having to, to relocate yourself within your house, you can stay right in front of the smart monitor and switch over to your entertainment rather than, than your work, all there. So it's got the power of mobile and PC connectivity. It also comes with a remote control as well, which, is, which makes it more like a television as well. So the M7, 32-inch, 4K UHD, the M5, will be available in 32 inch as well and 27 inch options the m5 are the full hd resolution the m7 is 32 inch 4k resolution and they've already announced pricing smart monitor m7 with 4k 32 inch 699 dollars the smart monitor m5 399 for the 27 inch full hd 499 for the 32 inch full hd well that's a, a, an outline of what samsung are announcing most of their products there will be some more announcements i'm sure later during the virtual ces but if you want to read more about those products you can check it out at techguide.com.au this is tech guide with stephen fennec Now, another company who's been pretty busy uh, pre-CES and now that CES has kicked off is Hisense. And Hisense has revealed its very first 8K ULED TV, and it's going to be in stores next month. February, we're going to see a 75-inch ULED 8K TV, and it's going to be priced at $6,999, which for an 8K TV of that size is quite competitive. I think it's going to put the blowtorch on some other companies with their 8K TVs, and the 8K from Hisense, there'll be a 65-inch, a 75-inch, which we're going to see next month, and an 85-inch. So the U80G is the model number. The 8K Ultra HD certified, loaded with sound and image technology. It's got its quantum dot color, full array dimming pro, Dolby Vision HDR, Dolby Atmos audio, with all that ULED goodness, but with 8K resolution. And, of course, features AI-powered upscaling as well. So all the things that we know and love about Hisense's ULED range have now, they've put them on steroids for an 8K model. Uh, the that uses, of course, its proprietary HiView Engine Pro that helps with the upscaling, uses artificial intelligence and can upscale lower resolution content to near 8K quality from a variety of sources. So there's no, no uh, not one in particular. It does look after all of this. Also includes live TV, streamed content, even games can be upscaled to 8K resolution. Interestingly, though, the 8K ULED TV is going to be running the Android operating system, not the VDAR operating system, which we'll talk about in a moment. 
But the Android operating system, I think that will give customers the opportunity to download more apps uh, straight away. So rather than having to wait for the app to be produced for the VDAR system of the other ULED TVs, the having Android on board means customers can download most of those free-to-air catch-up service apps, streaming service apps, right there from the Google Play Store because it's running the Android operating system. Exciting time there for, for uh, if you're in the, in the market for an 8K TV. And I think, and a lot of companies agree with me, that this is the year I think that 8K goes mainstream. I think we're going to see a lot more content. Companies are going to produce a lot more 8K TVs. And uh, I think this is the year where I think 8K, the rubber is going to hit the road for a lot of customers. They're going to realise the potential. They're going to realise that, 8K content will be a lot more available. Uh, there's going to be a lot more stuff to do in 8K, including gaming, including broadcast, including streaming. You're going to see a lot more 8K. Uh, continuing on what Hisense are doing at CES, one of the things they did introduce, I mentioned earlier their VDAR operating system. They're going to actually introduce the faster VDAR U5 operating system. That's V-I-D-A-A. That's their operating system. That's their software platform, proprietary platform that runs the TV range. The the new version, the U5 version, is going to be 20% faster than the 2020 TV lineup. So they say that you'll be able to switch on your TV and be watching your content within 1.7 seconds of hitting the on button. So none of this waiting around business. You can be straight in watching your favourite content. Another exciting addition to the operating system will be KO Sports. The sports streaming app is going to be included with the VDAR U5 operating system. It's even got its own button on the remote control. You know you've arrived when you've got a button on a remote. And the Hisense 2021 remote is going to have KO right beside Netflix, right beside Prime Video, right beside Stan, which is right beside YouTube. So some great shortcuts there. I've actually got a picture of the new the new remote, which I held in my hand uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, it, it's, a, it's another move forward for your, your favourite contents there. This new operating system is, is uh, going to be a lot faster, a lot more responsive. It's, it's one of those systems that offers recommendations for content-hungry viewers, so less time browsing, more time viewing. Voice control is also going to be front and centre with the new 2021 Hisense TVs. They've got built-in far-field technology, so you can make commands to Amazon Alexa hands-free without having to press the button on your remote and without having to have a separate smart speaker in the mix either. So that's a, another announcement from Hisense there. Uh, what they've also introduced too is L- mini LED TVs. Now again, similar to the Neo QLED from Samsung, similar technology they're introducing to their ULED TVs in both the 4K and 8K lineup. So they've, they've brought this tight array of tiny direct lit LEDs that can be switched on when needed, switched off when needed, I should say, to create deeper black levels. So the first ULED mini uh, LED TV will be a 75-inch 8K model, which I think is the one we're going to see in February, and that's going to be followed by a 4K TV that will be available in 65 and 75-inch models. In fact, I could be mistaken. The first ULED TV, the 75-inch 
8K might be kind of the the superior model to the model, the, the 8K TV that's going to be released in February. We will confirm that for you, though, as well. So keep an eye on Tech Guide for that. 8K TV. Uh, and what I like about this new mini LED, ULED TV from Hisense, that's a bit of a mouthful, is it's a really minimalist look. Looking at the TV, there doesn't appear to be any bezels. All you're looking at is the screen. The bezels are tiny, really thin, similar to the Samsung Q950 TVs that we saw, virtually borderless TVs. Now, the Hisense TVs with the mini LEDs are 4K and 8K. They're IMAX enhanced, which means they offer HDR10+. They have Dolby Vision HDR alongside 8K, uh, alongside them being 8K Ultra HD and 4K Ultra HD certified. Uh, the mini LED TVs will also offer pretty good sound as well. There's support for Dolby Atmos and eARC as well. So if you want to have a, you got you get passed through with a uh, with the sound bar there. And again, gamers kept front of mind here. The Game Mode Pro has VRR, that's variable refresh rate. They've also got auto low latency mode plus HDMI 2.1, which is there to handle 8K, as well as AMD FreeSync technologies as well. I told you they had gamers in mind here. So if you're a game player, this is the year where the TV companies are recognising the fact that gaming is just as popular as streaming, watching free-to-air TV, and they are packing these features into their 2021 range of televisions. One thing too that the, the new Hisense TVs have is the new, they're, they're easy on your eyes. And by that I mean it has TUV Care Plus, which is a feature that allows for low blue light certification. So, uh, you know, blue light can, can make you tired and keep you awake. Well, not make you tired, it's actually the opposite. Watching blue light, so if you're looking at a backlit device like a, a tablet or a phone, and in this case a TV, the blue light can actually play mess around with your circadian rhythms and prevent you from falling asleep. So uh, without the blue light, it's easier on your eyes and less likely to keep you awake at night, which is pretty good news. Hisense, some pretty popular announcements there. One other announcement they've made before we before we sign off here on Hisense is their Laser TV range. So Laser TV, as you can recall from a little while ago, is a short throw projector that Hisense introduced. So it's got it's got a laser projector, it's got speakers, it's got a TV tuner, and it's got the Vida operating system so it's like a smart tv but instead of having a big screen it's got a laser projector and short throw projector at that which means it can beam up an image of a hundred inches even though it's a couple of inches from the wall now the 2021 laser tv the l5f will have that same technology but it's going to have a 120 inch image on on the wall so here's a product that's going to attract that customer who's an interest in creating a home theater with a projector, but without having to go to the added trouble and expense of adding separate speaker system, an AV receiver, an amplifier, and a separate TV tuner. So it brings all of these things in one, the Hisense L5F. So all in one unit, and not only with great impressive 4K quality, but also crystal clear 
audio as well. So everything is in one. And what Hisense is saying too is that they're going to introduce two more models later in the year. They're going to off that are going to offer even larger picture sizes. So you can just, my my pick is it's going to be a 120, which is what we got with the L5F. The two other models. Here's my call: 130 inch and 150 inch. 150 inches from a short throw projector. Hisense have been at this for a little while. The the laser TV has been in market for a couple of years, and by all by all uh, indications, the 2021 version of the laser TV from Hisense will be the best ever. So keep an eye out for that. I'm a big fan of the big screen, especially with a short throw projector, and it goes in exactly the same spot where you'd normally put your regular TV anyway. So it's not like you're going to have to change your room around. It's going to be give you that convenience with all those features I mentioned, that big picture from the sitting on top of your entertainment unit. If you want to read more about the numerous Hisense announcements, uh, 8K TV, Mini LED, ULED, Laser TV, Hisense have got plenty going on. You can catch up on all of that at techguide.com.au. Alrighty, we're up to uh, LG. LG uh, have uh, held their press conference at the Consumer Electronics Show. And again, their TV range is going to be front and centre, both in the mini LED and nano cell TVs. We mentioned last week their QNED TV, which is their mini LED TV. But they've also got some new OLED TVs as well. The 2021 OLED lineup, still the, the flagship product for LG. Uh, the OLED is the self, self-illuminating self material. Still, n- no other technology can match it in terms of colour, black levels, the colour accuracy, it is remarkable. Now, the one weakness of OLED is that LED has a better brightness capabilities. That's the one thing that LED has over OLED is its ability to have a brighter image. Well, the newest LG G1 series features new OLED technology. It's called OLED EVO, EVO. and this is the next step of the OLED TV evolution. This technology now delivers better luminosity, which means improved brightness for clearer, realistic images with amazing detail. So OLED has sort of its Achilles heel was the brightness. And not not that brightness is a massive issue. I've got an LG OLED in, in our open plan living area, which is quite bright. And not once have I thought, geez, I wish this TV was brighter. So don't think that the brightness is is really bad. It is just not as high as what some LED TVs can achieve. But with this new Evo, LG's taken that technology and addressed some of the issue with OLED, which is the brightness levels. And if 20% increase in brightness, that's huge with an OLED. And you're going to see the OLED TVs offered in a variety of sizes, 48 inches upward. But there's also going to be new 83-inch models, which uh, which is going to come to market. Of course, too, 
Uh, LG, as they always do, they have a sort of a good, better, best series of TVs. So the G, G1 series is going to be the top of the line. Uh, and then there's the C1 series. And then at the at the entry level is going to be the A1 series of TVs as well. And they are all going to be available in a variety of sizes, uh, 4K. And I think the, in the, the, the G1 was going to have uh, an 8K version as well, including their gallery TV, the, the flush to the wall gallery design is still there it was introduced last year and it's been a huge success for them so the gallery design is still there but they're also going to have a new gallery stand which allows the tv to be to be mounted in a different way so if you want a bit of flexibility in your interior planning of your home the uh, lg gallery stand allows you to do that uh, again, the uh, LG processor is the A1 Picture Pro. Uh, it's going to recognise on-screen objects, faces, bodies, distinguishes between foregrounds and backgrounds, processes them all independently, uh, and to, to make the images look even more lifelike and three-dimensional. Uh, the A9 Gen 4 processor is what powers these new devices, the new TVs. Uh, that's, that's come a long way in a short time. It optimises picture quality, including the amount of light in scenes and also can can adjust to the ambient conditions in the room as well. It's also got LG's A1 Sound Pro and so it's got virtual 5.1 surround sound which the up mixing delivers this amazing immersive audio experience. So, And this is all through the TV's built-in speakers by the way too. It's got auto volume levelling as well so there's a consistent volume when switching between channels or streaming apps. Have you ever seen that when you switch channels and one channel is really loud and the other isn't this tv the lg tv with the auto volume leveling has, has sorted that for you as well and of course the web os 6.0 smart platform that's their very latest operating system that's also going to be included in the range and that brings with it some amazing intelligence but also a complete redesign of the platform web os 6.0 uh, is going to provide a simpler a more intuitive platform to allow you to find your content faster. It even supports voice commands, so Google Assistant, Amazon Alexa. So search your content across streaming services, the internet, broadcast, even faster and easier. The home screen design has changed as well to meet the needs of viewers and their content consumption habits. So the interface has a has faster access to the most frequently used apps for the, for that particular viewer. So gets to know you and then recommend the content. So find content faster. So more viewing, less browsing. And this is based on your preferences, your viewing history. There's a new feature called Next Picks, which is a new feature that that analyzes your preferences and helps you discover more content suitable to your taste. So it takes, it, it can, in, it looks at your viewing history and then next picks then chooses to recommend two live programs from broadcast or a set-top box offering, a video on demand title or an app that viewers will find most to their liking. So it's giving you these recommendations across a whole number of platforms and displayed full screen as I said so all your preferred content and related information is there in one glance. The new home screen central hub uh, is, is 
allows you to make those choices even easier. What's also new too, they've got a new Magic Remote. So it's a simple way to navigate, uh, easy to hold and use with more friendly, user-friendly features. So faster connections within TV and other devices, hotkeys for your popular your popular content like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney+. Plus. But Magic Tap is a new feature as well aboard the Magic Remote. This is a new one-touch NFC feature on the Magic Remote. So what you need to do, you tap an NFC-enabled device to the remote, and it'll share it, share the content from your phone to the TV. So rather than you having to get up and tap the TV, you tap the remote instead, the Magic Remote, and it can transfer that content from your phone to your TV, streams it there. So really handy if there's something you want to watch that's not on the TV natively, like an app or a bit of content, you can then uh, uh, throw that up there through your smartphone using Magic Tap, which is a new feature of the LG Magic Remote. Now, one thing about LG as well, and TV is obviously part of their offering at CES. They've also got lots of things like uh, appliances uh, and, and even smartphones. They've got some smartphones. Hopefully, they'll come to Australia as well. So they've, they've kind of, uh, in their CES offerings, they're looking at these solutions for the whole home, some appliances, entertainment, uh, as well as the phones. The Their exhibition space is, they've got a virtual exhibition space, so so viewers can, can do a virtual tour of their booth as if it's as if they're there in person, which is what we do when we're in Las Vegas. And they're split, split it up into different zones. So there's the TV and AV zone uh, where you can glance their new TVs. There's the home appliance zone as well. So you can look around at their livable and, and hygienic view of their technology. They've got new kitchen, kitchen solutions, living room and laundry solutions. There's even a way where you can actually order appliances to your taste so different color combinations different materials uh, and so you can you can tailor all the appliances to fit into your decor you can virtually take a look at that as well they're also going to have a business zone which is going to introduce a range of laptops. Uh, LG is going to get back in the laptop market as well. They've got some premium laptops coming that are going to be sort of priced. They're not kind of the entry-level price, sort of mid mid to upper tier with 14-inch uh, and up to 17 inches uh, in size, but also very slim, very light, like under a kilo for the 14-inch and 1.4 kilos for the 17-inch, uh, which is rather impressive as well. But on the phone side, they're going to introduce a new device Device, a rollable smartphone and it's going to be it was shown at the press conference uh, it's got a resizable screen I think we've seen similar models from Oppo and TCL where it's a rollable device which I think takes the takes a leaf out of the book remember a couple of years ago LG introduced their rollable OLED which rolls up out of the out of a cabinet and then when you're done it rolls back out of the out of the way so say you got it in front of a window you roll it down and when you're not watching TV you can look out the window so i reckon they've taken that rollable technology shrunk it down to the size of a phone and i actually picked this i did have made a video about this a couple of years ago i thought the future of that rollable technology was in phones and i'm right so the rollable smartphone which they which they showed briefly uh, just sort of really sort of brings to to the foreground the possibility of smartphones and how you can resize it to suit your needs. Uh, the other big thing too with LG is they they've got a new range of robots 
And they have in the past had these little mini robot butlers. None of them ever made it to Australia. But what I have seen, uh, in, in fact, at the South in Incheon Airport, which is in South Korea, in Seoul, is the is their robot, their cleaning robots. And what they're going to do is they're going to bring the, their technology to their new Chloe robot that utilizes ultraviolet light to clean high-touch, high-traffic areas. So hotel rooms and restaurants are going to have these new robot cleaners that use ultraviolet light to clean up those high-traffic areas. And a lot of this technology, a lot of these features were influenced by what happened in 2020, the COVID, the COVID pandemic being one of them, the fact we, we were working and learning from home so much that also affected their, their decisions in a lot of the technology they're bringing to, uh, to their 2021 product range as well. So LG, pretty healthy and exciting lineup of products there that we're going to see in 2021. And of course, if you want to catch up with all of those stories, you can do that at techguide.com.au. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. There's been a rapid increase in cybercrime with constant data breaches, online scams and ransomware, just to name a few. Norton's all-in-one cyber safety solution, Norton 360 Premium, now comes with dark web monitoring powered by LifeLock, which helps notify you if your personal information is discovered on the dark web. It also includes device security and secure VPN with bank-grade encryption to help keep you private, online, plus a password manager, PC safe cam and more. With Norton's award-winning security and globally trusted protection across 50 million customers, rest assured Norton 360 Premium with dark web monitoring is the all-in-one protection for your devices and data. Norton 360 Premium is available now at leading retailers. Alrighty, moving right along, we're, we're up to Sony now. So the virtual CES has already kicked off and Sony has already made some announcements surrounding their Bravia XR TVs. Now, it's one thing about talking about TVs and obviously companies want to improve the picture quality and they want to improve the audio quality, but it's also the processor, the technology behind it all that they want to improve as well. Sony's taken that to the next level with the new cognitive technology. So this sort of goes beyond artificial intelligence and tries to replicate the way humans see and hear. Now, this is very important because, as I said earlier, a lot of these TVs, especially 8K TVs, need to use AI, need to use all these technologies to upscale content. So with this new cognitive technology, the TVs can actually think like a human. So the cognitive processor XR, the new brains of the Bravia XR range, uses this completely new processing method to optimise the picture quality in real time. So when you think about how we look at objects, right? So we, we look at objects, we tend to focus on certain points of those objects. So with the new Sony Cognitive Processor XR, which is powered by its cognitive intelligence, it knows where those focal points are and it, what it does, it divides the screen in various zones, detecting the focal point in the image. So regular AI 
can only detect and analyze like picture elements like color, contrast, and detail. But the new Sony processor can cross-analyze this number of elements all at the same time like the human brain. So this, what this does, it ensures that every element is adjusted and, and, and looked at. And, and what we see is its best version in conjunction with the other objects around it. So viewers see a picture that's synchronized and lifelike, like we would see it in real life. So that, that makes sense where it's trying to, to provide the recognition of these objects and, and to recreate them so they look exactly like they would if we saw them with our own eyes in real life. So the cognitive processor XR also looks after the the analysing of the sound position in the signal and output to match it precisely to the screen. So it can convert any sound to 3D surround sound, which provides even greater realism. So you think about that. That's not only have they got the video sorted, but also the audio quality as well. And as George Lucas famously said, the Star Wars creator said, sound is 50% of the experience. If you've got a fantastic picture quality, but rubbish sound, it's going to affect the whole experience. So it's important that companies like Sony really pay attention to what sort of audio their great TVs produce. They can have the best technology in the world for producing good picture quality, but they also have to rely on great technology for good audio quality as well. Other Bravia XR highlights include uh, Google TV, so they've got this new entertainment experience. They are Android TVs as well. They've got HDMI 2.1 compatibility, so again, gamers getting the big tick here. So it's got the 4K 120 frames per second, variable refresh rate, gamers are going to love that, auto low latency mode as well, eARC, which supports higher resolution and frame rates, ideal for next generation gaming, which is what we're getting with PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, they've got also the hands-free voice function uh, with Google Assistant, so it makes everything a little bit easier. And, of course, smart speaker compatibility, so uh, Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices can cast and control videos uh, from YouTube with Google Nest speakers or change the channel volume just by using your voice. So uh, really handy. They're a lot smarter. And they look nice too. The, the Sony TVs, uh, again, pretty pretty minimalist looking. They've got the stands on the on the far sides of the of the screen, so uh, the the screen is kind of inter- uninterrupted in the middle there. The legs and the stands are on the outside, so they look pretty similar, but. Uh, the, the slightly different designs in terms of the screen, the bezel sizes, uh, and just exactly where the stands are located. So the t- the top of the line, uh, the X95J, for example, has its has the stands right at the edges, the outer edges of the screen. So the screen is virtually resting on top of your entertainment unit, and the legs are holding it in place on the outside of the screen. It is pretty cool. The pictures are up on Tech Guide if you want to take a look. The Sonia Bravia XR TVs with cognitive processing. Mimics the human brain. Who'd have thought it? You can want to check that out. The uh, all all those things that we talked about: Sony, LG products, Hisense, and Samsung. That's that's what's been announced at CES so far. There will be more next week, but in the meantime, if you want to check out all of those stories, you can see that at TechGuide.com.au. And now a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. 
Right, oh, we're into the review part of the show. I know we had to, we had to talk about CES, of course. It's on right now and uh, everything's been announced and uh, would have loved to have been there, but it's not on, so no one's there. So don't com- keep complaining about it, Steve. No one is there. You're not, uh, you haven't been left out. It's actually the first time I've not been to Las Vegas for CES, the first time in 16 years. I've done 16 in a row. So uh, my Facebook memories are killing me because every time I wake up, it says, oh, this time last year you're in Vegas and this time two years ago you're in Vegas. So anyway, get over it. We've got something else to talk about uh, and what that, that is the Netgear M5 Nighthawk 5G mobile router. This is Netgear's latest hotspot Netgear, obviously a supporter of the show, but this new product is remarkable because if you want to have a high-speed connection on the move, and this product is capable of connecting up to 32 devices wirelessly. So if you've got a small office and you want everyone to be connected or you're on the road with the team, you can do this as well. If you use it at home and you want to connect your smart TV, smart cameras, it, it's capable. Up to 32 devices can connect wirelessly to this thing. Now, it uses, it's obviously 5G compatible, uh, locked to the Telstra network. So there's a Telstra product that Netgear have made. If you want to buy it directly from, from Telstra, it's going to cost you 799 bucks, or you can buy it on a plan. I'll get into that in a minute. But here's a product that takes advantage of Telstra's 5G network. So aimed at that mobile professional who needs needs high-speed connection anywhere for the laptop and other devices. Also, too, so if you're connecting to this, say this this connects to 5G, so it creates a little wireless hotspot. You can even, when you're setting it up, change the name of the network and change your password so you can recognise your network straight away and the people that, you, that you're inviting to share your network could, could also do it. So if, you, if you're one of my friends and I've got this thing turned on, it's going to say tell, Tech Guide M5, which is what I've named my network. So uh, I I can give that to people, also give them the password, and they're connected. Up to 32 people, up to 32 devices can connect, remember. Uh, And when they connect wirelessly, the Wi-Fi connection they're getting is Wi-Fi 6. So the connection to the device is also up to four times faster than they would get with with normal Wi-Fi. So regular Wi-Fi standard, this is four times faster. Wi-Fi 6 technology with Netgear also has that with their Orbi range of products as well. Uh, It's available through Telstra, and 5G is growing too. So you're going to get more 5G coverage in the CBD, regional centres, major cities, places like airports, train stations. Airports, when they're busy again, they're going to be in for a surprise. They're going to have 5G already. Now, the device itself is pretty small, can fit in the palm of your hand. It's got a 2.4-inch touchscreen display. The units had a slight redesign over the previous iteration. It's got more pronounced edges. It's got a physical on button, 2.4-inch display that, that can show you your the network, how much data you've used, how much data you've got you've got left, how many days you've got left in your plan, the number of devices connected, and it, it has an Ethernet port as well, so you, you can physically connect a device if you like. So you can bring that, uh, bring that connector cable and, and you're away. Our fastest 5G speed, I got this up to 742 megabits per second. Uh, where was I? I think I was down in, I think I was in Surrey Hills. Uh, but it is capable of between 2.5 gigabits per second and up to 4 gigabits per second, can you believe? If you're in the right place, of course. Now, under the hood, there is a rechargeable battery. And battery on this thing, it's a pretty chunky battery, will last you all day. Even as it's on and connected, it'll go all day long. And it recharges through a USB-C port, which is also next to the Ethernet port. 
uses a nano sim. So you need to have a nano sim with a Telstra data plan. Uh, one thing I noticed too, when we turned on the M5, it turns on and activates really quickly. Now, there are the other 5G products that we've used, one actually branded Telstra, that actually takes a while for the network to appear. Like I could turn it on and five minutes later, I'm still waiting for this network to appear. That, that isn't the case with the M5. You turn it on, a minute later, your network's there, you can connect and you're on your way. So it boots up really fast. You can join the network immediately. So uh, no waiting around. Now, price-wise, we're talking $799 if you want to purchase it outright. Or you can buy it on a month-to-month plan through Telstra. So $66.58 a month if you want to pay it off over 12 months. And or $33.39 a month if you want to pay it off over 24 months. Now, those prices don't come with a data plan. That's just to pay off the device. If you want a data plan, 15 bucks a month gets you 5 gig. 25 bucks a month gets you 20 gig. 50 bucks a month gets you 60 gig. 75 bucks a month, 200 gig. And these are month-to-month plans. So they're not locked into them. So say you start on the 60 gig and you think you need more, you can always go up to the $75 plan for, 100, for 200 gig. Now, the one little caveat I've got there is the fact that the 5G, 5 gigabit, 5 gigabyte and the 20 gigabyte plans are restricted to 4G. So that's pretty useless if you've got a 5G device. Uh, this, this runs on 4G as well, by the way. So if you're not in 5G territory, 5G coverage, it'll range down to 4G, which is still fast. But the 60 gig and 200 gig plans offer 5G network access, which makes sense if you want to take full advantage of this thing. Uh, and that, that gets you the full advantage of the 5G speed. So the M5 Nighthawk mobile router, 5G if you want to stay connected on the move at high speed. Without look, I know a lot of people just think, well, I just use my phone. But it'll drain not only your phone's battery, but also your, your data plan. If you, you want, want to use your data for, for social social media or whatever you want to do. So uh, that, that's, that's something you've got to consider as well, which is the reason why a product like this is handy because it does offer a separate not only separate data plan, but a separate device. So you're not worried about your phone running out of battery at 2 o'clock in the afternoon because you've been hotspotting it all day. So that's the advantage of having a mobile hotspot. This is obviously for someone who needs to be connected a lot uh, uh, for long times. Connect other people as well. You might have a team of people or other devices you want to power. Uh, Really handy for that. The Netgear M5 Nighthawk mobile router with 5G is available now. And if you want to read the story, our review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, we've mentioned gaming a fair bit on this podcast, this show uh, this week, because TV companies, they're they're recognising the fact that gamers play. They they play on their big TVs. Now, uh, the next product we're going to talk about, though, is the JBL Quantum One headset, which is obviously a gaming device. So imagine this scenario where you 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 can connect to the PlayStation 5, for example, to your 2021 television, and the JBL Quantum One will be able to provide the sound. So if you want to... A lot of people use gaming headsets because of the accuracy, because of the quality, but also because they don't, they don't want to make... They don't want to wake up the whole house. They want to use it. They want to still play their game, enjoy great audio quality uh, for any of those reasons that I just mentioned. So 
this lets you not only if you when you're playing, you got to remember a lot of the top games not only look fantastic but they sound fantastic as well. If you can play it loud on your on your TV speakers or on your soundbar, or whatever, in your home theater, it sounds amazing. But if you can't do that or don't have the speakers, then the headset can provide that audio. The Quantum One, it's an over-ear gaming headset, so not only you can appreciate the audio quality, but you can also, it's this is a competitive advantage you get as well because you can listen out for your opponents and other sounds that will give you a competitive advantage. So not only, it's, a, it's several facets to this product that make it so good. The other thing too, if you're playing on a PC, if you're a PC gamer, there is a feature called Quantum Sphere 360. Now this is a pro-level 3D audio positioning technology that can track your head movements so that you're always hearing sounds coming from the right direction. So if you happen to swivel your head to the right, it'll still know where the left side of your head is, the right side of your head is, and direct the sound in the right way rather than just throwing it in there and helping, just hoping you do your best. Uh, there's a detachable microphone as well, so uh, once it's on, you can chat with your friends or your teammates. Uh, easily adjustable, can be muted through the control on the uh, ear cup as well. Uh, so if you need to maintain radio silence, you can do that. And what I like about these two is that they look pretty cool as well. They've got these uh, good design, really comfortable, nice memory foam, ear cups, padded, uh, padded headband as well. Just the sort of design and comfort for hours of gaming. And I think that's the key here. Uh, when we play, we like to play for long periods of time. So being able to uh, be comfortable while you're wearing these things is very, very important. Uh, what JBL brings to the table too is their signature sound. So really excellent quality. Uh, even the most subtle sounds to the loudest explosions are expressed in a really nice way. Uh, this comes through the 50mm neodymium drivers. So tuned by JBL's audio engineers specifically for gaming. So they've, they've really adjusted these nicely. Also, they've got active noise cancellation. So they've been tuned specifically for a gaming scenario. So you can lock in on the in-game sounds without any distractions. So no no any no ambient noise is going to distract you from what's in the game. Now the Quantum One headset can be used with PCs and consoles. Uh, works with PlayStation, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Headphones are not wireless though. They're 3.5mm cable and a USB cable that can attack, attach directly to your PC or your Mac or to your console's controller. So uh, you haven't got like this gigantic cable that's got to go all the way to the console. It connects to your controller or the PC. Normally PC is pretty close to you if you're playing a PC game. Uh, but it is compatible, as I said, with the latest uh, consoles. But there's also, too, the Quantum Sphere feature, which I mentioned with the head tracking, can only is only compatible when playing on a PC. Uh, very comfortable design. It's also possible, too, there's little RGB lighting effects on, on the earphones as well, the headset, the gaming headset, so you can modify that. You can modify the microphone settings, activate RGB lighting effects on the outside. Look, I didn't bother with the lighting effects because no one's going to see it but me. Like I, I can't see it, so I thought, why bother? You can do it if you want, if you want to just uh, have a bit of fun. Uh, but look, this is a great all-in-one audio solution. If you're into your gaming, can really enhance your enjoyment of the game. As I mentioned earlier, sound plays a big part in your entertainment. So with great sound, not only are you enjoying this amazing quality, but you're also getting a competitive advantage. 
that could be just the thing you want to gain the winner's edge. The JBL Quantum One headsets available now, priced at $499.95, and you can read our full review at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, work, gaming, video calling and more? And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk brought to you by a good mate at Belkin. Belkin, uh, if you want to need cables, you need a charger, you need speakers, wireless chargers, belkin.com forward slash au. Uh, that's just the place to go to check out what they've got. Uh, I had a question from a reader who said, look, they've just, uh, they've cancelled Foxtel, but they still want to watch, they still want to watch their sport. And I thought, this is a no-brainer. It's really easy. You can just get the KO, sport sport, uh, streaming service. We mentioned earlier, Hisense is going to include that on their 2021 range of TV. So, uh, look, a lot of people say, look, I'd cancel Foxtel if it wasn't for the sport. Uh, A lot of people, they only get it for the sport. And, but it's an expensive package for some. And the best solution, of course, is KO because KO uses all the same channels that Foxtel would have but make it into a streaming service. So think of it as the Netflix of sport. You can watch live content. You can watch other other content, you know, old matches, classic matches, all this thing. And there is also multi-screen capability if you're watching it on a TV. If you say you're connected an Apple TV to your to your TV set, or if it's natively on your television, you can split screen. You can have a few features. Uh, the person who emailed me said, "Look, they don't have they don't have a smart TV, but still want to watch sport. Well, Ko can be cast to the TV using Chromecast, or they can buy an Apple TV, and Ko is installed on Apple TV, and they can watch it on the TV. Turns it into a smart TV as well, and they'll be able to uh, uh, enjoy those features, the multi-screen features that I explained to you, but." Even a Chromecast from your smartphone to your smart TV will still allow you to watch your sport without having your Foxtel account, but you're not going to miss out because KO has all the same sporting content, even whether it's live, classic matches, whatever you need, all are on KO Sports, the streaming service. And that's a wrap for our show for this week. Everything we've talked about, you can find at techguide.com.au. And we'd love to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We want to give a special shout-out to, to our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton. Very important, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Please support the companies that support the Tech Guide podcast. Thanks for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then... Stay safe and stay connected.